All right. Hello. Welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about, man, just how, how coaching and teaching is its just messy. It's one of those things where we have great plans, uh, but they don't always <laughs> they don't always work out exactly the way you plan them. And uh, talk about that today and how <clears throat> it's important to make plans. It's important to have a good good plan and good good process but sometimes you just, <laughs> just have to go with the flow a little bit because uh, the plan is not it's not always something that's executed right at the uh, at the highest at the highest level for a number of number of different reasons all right so you know think about this is my golly going on your 14 of uh, being a coach and reflecting back on you know, different seasons and things that have taken place and different individual uh, practices, games, coaches, meetings, right? <clears throat> Lessons taught in the, in the classroom. And, <clears throat> excuse me, just thinking about how Man, we had great plans for for lessons in a class. We had wonderful uh, scripts for practice. We had good scheme. We had good plays. We had good process. And sometimes it, it goes the way you want it to, and, and sometimes it doesn't. And I think about the times that it didn't go as planned and, I, and there is no plan that goes exactly according to plan. That's not something that, that takes place, but things that went in a direction you didn't expect them to, that, that happens sometimes too, that, Hey, we're, we're playing a game and you know, we want this to happen. This is our script. This is how I want it to go. And then something happens in the game and it doesn't, it doesn't go your way. Uh, so you have to adjust, right? You're adjusting to, hey, what has happened? How can we still salvage this situation going forward? And, you know, when, you, when you've coached for a while, you think to yourself, man, this is, this is just messy. That, that it's good to plan things out, but it's also good to leave a little, little space Maybe in your practice schedule, right? Maybe in your lesson plan, if, if you're if you're a teacher, for the unexpected, for hey, <clears throat> maybe we should practice the unexpected happen, happening. And as a football coach, sometimes that's hard because you want to script things, you want to you want to make sure that you get everything repped, you want to get repped in practice. So when you get into a into a game setting you know what you want to call on different yard lines and, and things of that nature. But I think sometimes if you over plan over script, then it's hard to make adjustments when things don't happen the way they need to go. And obviously I think you need to have a plan <clears throat> because you wouldn't know something is messy if it wasn't planned before. Right. So, so if you just went out and, uh, we'll get the ball out today and run some plays or whatever for a practice. <clears throat> That's not good either, right? It's not good that that we would just have no plan 
right? So, you know, something being messy is contingent upon there was a plan at some time uh, to try to go and accomplish a goal. Uh, but I do think that sometimes we over plan or we expect things to go exactly the way we wanted them to go. And that is not life. Life does not go the way we expect it to go. But I think sometimes as, as teachers and as coaches, we expect our classroom and the practice field and even games to some extent to go the way that we have planned it to go. And I think that leads to a lot of disappointment. It leads to burnout. It leads to people leaving this profession because we think or we say, <clears throat> man, I had a great plan and why didn't it work? And then we start looking for people to, to blame. Right, we look for the blame game. Who is responsible for this? Why is this not gone the way it needs to go? And a lot of times we need to look at ourselves because maybe we've done something wrong, something we need to correct. Or maybe it's just the way life is. Maybe it's just that's the way it, that's, this works, right? That it's messy, that it's something that we just need to plan for is the mess, is the chaos. I had a, a wise coach tell me one time that football is organized chaos. Uh, and it's so true. It's so true. I always think that we should have simple schemes, things we can execute, even when everything is going wrong, that we should be able to come back and execute base plays, base calls, go back to your fundamentals. Don't try to come up with a new scheme. Don't try to do that. Let's come back to the base fundamentals of blocking, tackling, ball handling, reading a progression as a quarterback, uh, where are your eyes as a defensive back, all those different types of things and thinking about you know football being organized chaos and things are going to go wrong that's 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 a general rule of life things will not go the way you plan them to go it helps me to rework and rethink okay well what should my priorities really be at practice what are some things i need to make sure get done but it's not overly scripted because if it's overly scripted during the week of practice, let's say you, you script your plays in your classroom or your coach's office or, or at your house, you know, those things are going to get ran no matter what. And it's practice, so they're going to get ran. But what happens when the game comes and your script's messed up or you have to or you have to think on the fly? And I think that's something I've learned as a coach is leave some room in practice to be able to think on the fly like you would have to in a game. Because as a coach, we want things scripted and nice and neat and nice practice plan. And those are all good things. But when it gets to game time, you know, I, I equate like a game to a test. You have to be able to adapt and think on the run, on the move, right? As the game is going, what's the time, what's, how much time's left in the game? What's the flow of the game? What has worked in the game? And allow your mind to process those things, especially if you're a play caller. You have to be able to adapt to what to what is happening. To what is happening. So, what are what are some things that we can do in practice, right? That are bedrock, that are solid, uh, that are things we should do every day. But it's not it's not overly scripted. And I was actually reading a book that was written in 1958. Uh, 
and it was by a man, man named Elvin George, and the book is called The Split Tee in High School Football. Uh, my parents sent it to me, and man, I just love old books. I think old is old, any, of, any of y'all that heard me on the pot on this podcast will know that I, I like things that are old, things that have some authority, things that have been around for for a minute, and I just was looking at some of his things about about practice, and I thought to myself, man, there weren't computers back then. Uh, his offense in the book is very simple. But that simplicity leaves room for chaos because if you only do a couple things, you can adapt when things are messy, when things don't go right, because you have very simple answers to problems. They aren't complex. It's not something that you don't know. He obviously knows this offense. Coach George knows this offense like the back of his hand. So he can adjust and adapt when he needs to. And what I want to talk about here at the end of the end of the podcast is, you know, how does how does he structure his practice so he can adapt to what is to what is coming? Now, he's not he didn't write a a, a, a chapter in the book about how to coach when things go wrong. But I'm reading this and I'm thinking, man, he has done this so much that he can adapt on the fly. And I think it's something that could help us as we study as we study his writing. So the first thing, one of the first things he says I loved is all high school coaching is a race against time. Uh, Yes. Amen. All of that. I'll read it again. All high school coaching is a race against time. That is so true. We don't get the meeting time that colleges get. We don't get, or, or even like the pros get a ton. Um, So we have to make it to where we can execute our offense, our defense, special teams in a limited amount of time because we're only going to have these kids for, you know, a short amount of time after school. Uh, Let's talk in season. Okay. So it has to be simple. It has to be something, you know, maybe it's you're trying something new, but you've studied it up. So, you know, if this happens, I do this. If this is not working, like, I think it should work. I have something else to go to. And it's not something that you haven't practiced, right? It's something you've practiced a lot. So if they take away this, we're going to do that. And if they take away both of these, then we're going to do this. And that should open something else back up, right? And he talks about during the, the season to divide everything into a list. Um, so you can get divide everything up, excuse me, so you can get it done in four days. So write down everything you want to accomplish in the, the week of practice. And then, hey, what day is that going to be accomplished on? And I think that is a brilliant idea that on, on Sunday to write down, I want to make sure we get these things done. Type it out, write it out, whatever your deal is, handwriting or typing. And say, I need to get all this done and then divide that into four days. Because I can't tell you how many times I've gotten to the end of a of a Wednesday practice and I go, and I think to myself, dang it, there's something we need to spend more time on. Now I'm doing it the day before the game and I don't want to do it the day before the game, right? There's already a list of things I want to do the day before the game. Uh, but I have to do another thing because I didn't get it done on Tuesday or Wednesday or, or Monday. Monday in West Virginia is JV day. So we don't get a ton done that day, but 
it always convicts me of I need to make sure I, I organize this better um, so we can we can be more prepared to to win and and go forward. And then there's some simple things about practice that he talks about. And it's not about scripting plays or uh, those types of things. But I think I think it's, that's important. I think you need to play the game before the game. But as a coach, I think we need to leave some space, especially let's say you're an offensive play caller, leave some space during the week to call plays without a script. Because you're going to have to do that in the game, right? You're going to have to make calls based upon down and distance situation to be able to give your players a chance to be successful. So some general things he talks about practice uh, to help your, your players uh, be at their best is number one, no standing in long lines. That's awesome. No smokestacks, right? Number two, work in small groups. And number three, no lectures on the field. Players should be participants and not spectators on the field and then he goes on and talks about how the scheme should be simple so like in his offense most of the time the offensive line is firing off and blocking the person in front of them because uh, they're like a power power t double tight two three back type thing and i just thought to myself those are some very simple things in practice that you can implement and they get done every day so it becomes rote memory and he had a list of drills and things that he did with his offense but the things that become muscle memory are things you can fall back on when things are going going crazy, they're going haywire. And I, I even think about times as a teacher, right? You have a great lesson. This is an awesome lesson. And you or you think that to yourself. And then five minutes in the class, you go, oh, man, uh, this is not working how I want it to work. So how do I adapt this lesson? for this class at this time. And there's been times that I have successfully done that and times that it was a struggle the rest of the class period. So it's great to have a plan. It's great to have something planned out. But we always need to be aware that this might need to be tweaked. This might need to be changed. So Let's make sure we have built a foundation through fundamentals where we can change, that we can adapt to what we're what's happening, uh, that we our fundamentals are great, right? So like back to you know, going back and forth between class and, and football field. So you know, football field we're blocking and tackling, doing some version of that most or all days of the week that we practice. We're really good at those. Those are muscle memory. Our base plays are muscle memory. So when things in the game, some situation is crazy that comes up, we can just adapt and overcome, right, the obstacle that is that is in our our way. And man, that just convicted me reading this this book, thinking about I don't know this guy. Obviously, I was born in the eighties, so yeah. He, this is way before 19, the book was written in 1958. So that's way before my time, but that we would have a, a plan and a system in place. That's not too rigid, right? There's a reason they make docks out of wood because when the ocean comes in and out, it bends and moves with it, right? So our scheme is not too rigid that if one thing goes wrong, 
it breaks that we don't have an answer, right? I mean, I've, I've coached long enough to hear guys say, this is what I do. It's the only thing I do. It's how I do it. But what if that's not working, right? We're going to blame the players. We're going to blame our uh, the other coaches on the staff. Or how about we have a systematic answer so when things are going wrong, we can, hey, let's try this, right? When things are messy, we can go to a different call, right? A different you know, call being, you know, defense, different front, different coverage, different blitz. On offense, different play, different formation. Because we may have it all scripted in our head. We're going to do this this game. It's going to work out awesome. They can't stop this, you know, this run or this pass. But then when you get in the game, sometimes they do stop that. So what is the answer to that, right? How do we answer that? Uh, the worst place to be is, coach, say, guys, I don't have anything. Oh, man. Like, we should have something that has a, a shot if talent being close to equal, right? We should have something in the arsenal that has a shot to give us a chance uh, to have success. Because sometimes a game is messy. Sometimes it is – it's a uphill climb. Nothing seems to be going right. But have, have we developed our fundamentals to where we can fall back on our fundamentals? And then is there enough in the scheme to help us be successful? So thank you all for listening. And, uh, man, it's just – it's fun to be able to share uh, with the audience out there. And I hope you all have a, have a great one.